I wonder where that nigga is now. We should do like, well, where are they now on like all the niggas who came up with these collabs? They have a exact. They have an exact YouTube page for exactly that. I'm surprised really? you don't know about it. Mr. Chance YouTube. is the king of coming up with like ideas that we already <laughs> came up with. There was one day we were in the kitchen. This nigga said somebody should make a towel that you don't have to wash and you could just throw it away when you're done. I said, nigga, paper towels. <laughs> I was like, bro, there's no way. That's not what I mean. That's not what I meant, bro. I said, yo, so thinking, thinking you discovered paper towels is crazy. Nigga said a disposable wipe. Nigga, nigga said, what if there were Kleenex? Nah, you should. He was like, really had a towel in his hand, like frustrated, like if only. <laughs> If only I could just use this if one If only throw I it could away. use it and then throw it away and not have to worry about it. I mean, do you feel this aura like around you? I feel like at this point, it's gotta like feel you like you walk with it. Exactly. I don't even feel it anymore. Like Chance said, we we're having a bad week, and I had no clue what he was talking about. Like <laughs> the weekend cancellation had just completely escaped know. my memory. <laughs> I was like, what is this nigga referring to? Uh, yeah, I'm kind of used to it. This man said this is ten times. I actually like didn't notice until Chance started blaming me. And I was like, what did I do? Like, and I was like, oh shit, I am cursed. And I like wrote out all the curses. Blaming uh, you is crazy. <laughs> like it was, I literally just, because Chance was like two rows behind me. So I looked back at Chance. And I just see this nigga like pointing at me like, it's your fault. Like you did this. And I'm like, what? What did I do? <laughs> so I like wrote it out. It's been four Travis Scott cancellations. So four of them is Travis Scott. Then Kid had all of Los Angeles in his line when he came here. I stood in that line for two hours. Didn't get in. Concert didn't start till like 2 a.m. on a Sunday night. Uh, I was promised... Cardi at one concert, got a little tech instead. Uh, this one actually happened with you. I missed the surprise Young Thug and Gunna concert to go to the Joe Budden podcast. Yes. I got sick last day in Vegas, missed two days, and yeah, canceled Coachella. Another one that I dropped chance into. You didn't tell him about the Travis Scott cancellation, did you? I did. I said four. I don't want to go oh. into detail, but yeah, four times basically. Each and one the weekend, man, more laughable than the other. And the weekend. yes, each one more laughable. That's what's funny about the Travis Scott one. Nah, it the, was the like Travis niggas were playing with you. He canceled <laughs> the first. He canceled the first year of what was it? Damn Vegas. He just canceled. All right, canceled. Then the next year, did he like? Um, wasn't he broke his leg or some shit? Or did he break his leg before the first year? No, you wanted to see him with me. No, first it was when he I came got, to L.A. First, I had tickets to see him in New Orleans. This was oh, like after man. rodeo, and I like emailed his manager. This is the ESPN shit. I don't remember. I just not remember the ESPN, it, but the little like you could only get tickets through like the radio, and I was yeah, like was not. Shit. I was in school, so I was like messages emailed his manager, and his manager was super cool, and he was like, "All right, I saved four tickets for you and your friends. You just gotta come and pick them up." I was like, "Clutch," 
had a must-win basketball game that I couldn't skip. Oh, yeah. Went to that. Uh, we ended up blowing them out whole time. I had, like, a terrible game. All I'm thinking about is the concert. Uh, next happened freshman year. I was supposed to go with Chance. This was post-Astro World. Uh, my scholarship, they're like, you got to come to this retreat if you want your scholarship money. Mm. I'm like, fuck, bro. <laughs> Missed that one. Then the day in Vegas, he canceled because he was, like, gearing up for the first Astro World. Was like, or did he break his leg? He had some injury, and he was like, I want to fully recover for Astro World. So he just didn't do day in Vegas. And then yeah, he fell off the stage like at the at the festival the week yeah. before. And then the next time he just canceled, no explanation. After the tragedy. Yeah. I don't even right. think that was a tragedy one. I think he that just wasn't canceled. even a tragedy. No, the fourth time. I thought you were supposed to. See Actually, him it's like... been five Travis times. Because I was supposed to see him at Coachella. To... He was rumored for Coachella. He was supposed this to be the year. other Coachella headliner. And then right. Astro World happened. Bump that ticker to eleven. It's yeah. bad out here for Taj. Man. I don't That's even quite like, a tally. I've never even a tally, bro. I've never heard of a curse like this for real. Like they said, Stephen A. got the finals winner in the NBA <laughs> wrong like eight straight times or something like that. But this is generational. <laughs> this is this is another. We haven't seen this level of of curse before. But I will say, look, I'll vouch. I'll vouch for. For Taj, I will say all of our concert experiences have not been ruined. We hit the Kenny Beat show. I think it's been like at least one or two lucky shows. No chance the Kenny Beast was going to get ruined. That's not something Taj really, really, really wanted to see. So I see. It's got to be. <laughs> they got to meet a certain threshold yeah. of enthusiasm. It's got to be a lot of uh, anticipation in order for it to actually be cursed. I see. There's like a direct correlation. Yep. Thank you for doing the math. The weekend was over two plus years in the making of enthusiasm. I mean, he said he's doing another LA date though, right? So y'all, he is. y'all should be okay. And we have tickets. So Ticketmaster sent. We can, I, hopefully they upgrade a nigga tickets. But... <laughs> I'm Why would they upgrade it if everybody else who already had tickets was already there? Facts. Like, so, where would you go? Yeah, I think we're going to be in the same little spot. But I had a cooler spot. The set the set was sweet. I'm not going to spoil the concert for anybody, but the set was sweet. The stage was immense. It was finna be, you know, it was probably finna be a top three show of all time, man, next to that, that Kanye at the, at the Coliseum. <laughs> and and the Travis Scott Astroworld, but... I don't know. I think one of the reasons why I wasn't super sad when he was like, my voice is out, show's over, is because I was already like going through disillusionment during the show. Why? It was like on the third song, and I just looked around. I told you guys, I do this thing where every concert I go to, I want to see what the fan base is like. I looked around, I was like, God damn, this crowd is white. Like, everybody course, was moving man. so whitely. Like, the dancing was like, it wasn't dancing. It take was my like, breath. I was like, I see why I take my breath then now. <laughs> it was like, little, not just t- bouncing. Like, they were just hopping side to side. Move, I'm like, man. bro, this is the whitest concert I've ever been to. And it got to the point where I wasn't sitting down, but I wasn't standing up moving either. I was just, like, chilling on my chair, basically, like, leaning on the chair. Like, like, did you have any alcoholic beverages and or drugs in your system, though? Like, you was at the concert sober? I had like, three $20 fucking whatever. Like, tall boys, whatever. Oh, you spent the $20 for fucking... A can. I'm like, bro. Like the tall, the tall boy. Scam. No, it's like the size yeah, yeah. of the shit you have in your Probably, hand. Boy. Oh, nah, not the. Hold up. This a like twelve an ounce. ounce. This is a twelve ounce. I was like, come on, man. The twelve ounce. The twelve ounce Celsius. Tyler got hit with them twelve ounce cut waters. <laughs> Straight to the. Yeah, throat. he did exactly. That's probably what it was, but yeah, man. Like, I mean, I remember doing the same thing at the Drake Gay show. Like, just looking around the crowd for like. At least, like, fuck the minute. crowd. I I was not paying attention to no crowd. That shit was legendary. 
that Ye concert still like in the Coliseum, bro. Just the whole setting. That's still probably my top concert ever. It was just too, it, despite uh, it was the too Drake performance. On. It was, it was a lot going on, but at the same time, it was just so surreal. It's just like you really got yelled on like this big ass like bubble in like LA Coliseum. Our senior year too, after yeah, the pandemic, lit. it felt like after just the, the ultimate. It just felt like the ultimate gift. Like the it, cause, was, the cause was, we were going for. That's also probably Kanye's like last performance. Like I would it was right was Kanye's last performance. Yeah, like, like, it was right in our backyard. Loud. He did that rolling loud, but I was like, all right, whatever. Like, he's never doing... Not like that. Know. Like, a full yeah. of his discography. You're not getting that That was, like, in. two hours a <laughs> yeah. day. We got, like, a whole hour. That show was really dreamlike. It was. And it then Drake came real. and snuck it up. That shit <laughs> really put a tarnish like, on like him for me. Drake, Drake sticking it up almost, like, brought it back to earth, though. It was, like, the comedic relief, you know? It was needed. It. If Drake would have ran through his discography... It would have. It would have been too good to be true. It would have been like exactly. It would have been like fucking doing heroin in both arms. Like you're never coming down again. You're just gonna constantly chase that rush for the rest of your life. You're really high, but yeah, yeah. That would have been ugly if Drake did all his classics. Because then the niggas would have gotten to battling, and (laughs) I would have just laid down, (laughs) just started throwing money on the stage. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, if Drake came back, I'm like, there has to be some friendly competition, like. You know they won't Drake, top Drake one said, another. Drake said he didn't make the uh, track list. I do truly believe Drake. I mean, Ye said he didn't make the track list. I do believe Drake made it because it was his first time performing the album, and like he was having fun up there. Like, fuck the crowd, nah, like you said, he right? Folded because he was. He was not only did he perform that album, but he was performing like the worst cuts off that album, like "Girls Want Girls." Like, if you won't Ye perform should. anything, like. The way too sexy's fine, but at that point it was just like, nigga, that's really all we want here off this joint. Then like go back to the old shit. Like Basically. at this point, we heard twenty four though. He did that twenty four rendition, and that was biblical. So that's cool. How do we get here? Oh yeah, concert luck. Well, I'm I'm sad to hear that your weekend, the weekend hype was not fulfilled. Um. He coming back though. He gonna spin oh, yeah. the block and he gonna. Do- oh, Ye was supposed to perform too. Apparently at the oh, LA yeah. show. I did see that. That's Shh. deeper luck. Twelve, Taj. Nigga <laughs> <laughs> added it on as a whole new. Eleven whole and a half. You got him a point five. Let's get into our topics for this week. Can I cook you niggas first? Can I put y'all on the grill? Because, 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 uh, little bird told me. That they heard this podcast. And I had a take on here a few weeks ago that said, um, like, Lil Baby's hot, but so far in 2022, I don't think the buzz is around him as much as other rappers. I think there's other people that are having hotter starts to the year than a Lil Baby, who's been admittedly quiet. He even just deleted all his posts off Instagram. That wasn't our argument. Our argument was whether he was top three or not. Top three hottest. It was top three hottest. I was like, so, right now in this year, so he dropped a single last week. Detox. It was called Detox, right? <laughs> that debuted on the Billboard charts. You know, we've been talking about Billboard this, Billboard that, um, or maybe this was even the Spotify charts. But we've been talking about this for a while now. Detox debuted at. 21. It was below a lot of people. I mean, somebody named Young Gravy. 
I mean, it was below. It was below. It was below a lot of people. Um, <laughs> 20, 20, 20 other people. So naming, name dropping Young Gravy is insane. So when I uh, go up on the charts, I see the new Yeet single "Talk" at sixteen, way higher. Not way higher. I'm gonna say nigga five spots. <laughs> that's like that's like a fourth of the chart higher though. It's I mean that joint is climbing up the charts. And um Lil Baby is there at twenty one. Now look, this is this is nothing to do really with Lil Baby, but more to do with I guess that has something to do with Lil Baby. I mean, I'm not trying to hate on Lil Baby. Like I think your argument is still valid that once the album comes things will happen. But I just want to be appreciated for the trend because I wasn't arguing anti Lil Baby. I was just arguing that things are changing. Maybe Lil Baby's quality is still there. But the trend of what niggas want to listen to is changing. Because all I was being told was that we had to wait for music to drop. Right? The music drop. The single drop. The single drop. And you know what's crazy about this too? This is why it hurts my heart to even have this argument. Because the other two singles have been cool. I know. I was just listening to that... Um... In a, that song? Not in, that in a loop. Not in a minute. No, not in, in a, a minute. Not that one. Right on. What the? Right on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the other singles are cool. So, like, when I heard this, and me, I'm not, I'm not a fan of the detox single. I can't remember what somebody. I think it was Taj said that sounded like he's singing to the fan, rapping yeah. to the fan with the auto tune. That's exactly what it sounds like. Is I don't nigga experiment before the album. It ain't gonna make it. <laughs> I, think it is. I, think, I think it's the lead single <laughs> It's the lead Sorry A&R Chance They didn't listen bro I don't know I'm I'm hoping it's, this is the miss You know He got the miss out the way Cause it is just a nasty Nasty vocal delivery It's it's like Vance said Like the fan But it also sounds like When niggas like Just tap under their fucking mouth While they're talking To try and like Make their voice vibrate it's like he's doing that. It's like, Yo, I don't know what's going on. That is a crazy <laughs> analogy. It's like, I literally couldn't even like follow what he was saying until the second listen. And it's like, little baby, we're both from the South. I know how niggas talk. This isn't just a Southern accent. This is something that's going on. But I'm not judging. I'm not killing him off the single. We'll see. I will say the Yeet single, unlike Vance, I'm not a hater. I'll just big up. I don't have to shit on somebody else to big up the other one. I will say the Yeet single is very good. This had nothing to do with Yeet, bro. We can get to Yeet single. Bro, I'll praise the Yeet without having to show in a little baby. I just wanted it to be acknowledged that, I mean, we were talking about dudes like Kodak, these heavy hitters, Kodak, Gunna, and then a dude who supposedly sold only 40K on his album. I always say we got we to gotta put a pin in it till the album drops. 10-14. I mean, hey, the album cover fire, though. The Facts. album cover... I fuck with the album cover. I didn't really think it fit at first, but the more like looks I gave it, I was somebody told me, um, think about the way it'll look on a vinyl. No, and I yeah. gained and I gained a full new appreciation. I was like, Oh, this would be a crazy vinyl to have in the house. Like the little baby and I think it's the same artist that did my turn. It's been a weird rollout. He dropped a documentary and I thought he would tease more music in the documentary. But the docu I saw the documentary getting gassed. <laughs> Bro. It, it was like those was, little documentaries that used to happen on VH1 back you in the learned, day. <laughs> music. Yeah, it was Bro, like you those. Learned, you learned nothing about, like, if, if you've been following rap already since around 2018, like, you learned nothing from this documentary. I mean, you saw, like, his childhood and stuff, I guess, which was, like, cool. But outside of that, like, 
I guess if you didn't know that baby just started rapping, then you learn something new and stuff like that. But now he also did like the most non-creative thing, which was just delete all of his posts and post a black square as his profile in. picture. Like, um, what's the LeBron shit? Zero, Zero dark, dark Thirty. Zero Dark Thirty. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's what LeBron baby. do 30 days before the season start? No, no he, he does it out right after the playoffs, right when the playoffs starts. Because um, you know he's serious. No distractions. What was, was that the name? Was that the what was your was that the name of the mission when they killed Osama yeah. bin Laden? <laughs> and in fact, LeBron adopted it for LeBron a finals run. <laughs> and now everybody knows it. It's a finals run warm up, like a specifically social media like detox. Oh <laughs> wait, why just thirty though? Like I just did the math. I just did the math. He deleted the Instagram because he dropped the single detox. He's doing a detox of his... He's cleaning his Instagram. You definitely thought about it more than QC. <laughs> I don't think I don't think they even did that correlation. Uh, you didn't do that. I don't think y'all seen it. I don't think y'all did the math. Cause LeBron, Quick match. LeBron does a zero dark 30 to detox himself from social media, right? LeBron is definitely still on his burner doing it. <laughs> I don't believe LeBron. You don't think LeBron is on social <laughs> media? Yeah, he definitely like all the all the funny ass runs that LeBron had. I mean, I I could see him detoxing though. Like, remember Bro, the you know JR means? The, you know like, how long LeBron being in the playoffs from April till June? That's so long. <laughs> that, like the playoffs are so long, bro. You can't detox for that long. Sorry, there's too much happening in the world, bro. You can't. That nigga focused up, boy. You can detox that long. Model consumer Chance Morris believes LeBron is actually detoxing <laughs> for three months. Believe any LeBron fact. You have to have. The, you have to. <laughs> Nah, yeah, this is why it's points per game fun, going bro. up. You're not posting on his story anymore. You got to check. <laughs> it's a he's not actually size. He definitely is on the Levina, but you know what I mean. It's just a little performative. Zero dark 30. Like, what the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> Nothing. But let's get an unheard in, man. And we're going to talk about this after this little segment right here. But Real Boston Richie, he dropped his project Public Housing Week Before what? Last. <laughs> It's a three-week just, Real Boston Richie it. Street. Just cut it. Um, just cut it. Just cut it. Just and cut we didn't it review it. We we're cutting it right it. here. Are we we didn't review hurry? it, so we're going to review it. And then I just want you know, play great track off that. Uh, play I Want You, Real Boston Richie and Fusion. We need beans and yurt. You scared to turn it up. They go to church. I ain't booja. I taste some bubble play just for a verse. I just sport the whole nother nigga bitch like his and hers. Before I ever bought a form, my mind was saying don't get in the vert. Oh, capping ass nigga, stop buying that girl Tory Burke. Say you ran it up while you was on the slab and put in work. Got that girl all out of seas while you ain't Gucci hurt. Four round killed her off that scroll back. Now she said her coochie hurt. I don't be wanting none of these hoes, I swear to God, I'm just a flirt When them boats come in, we get them gone, we handle business first Told my girl it's her world, but she still walking on my earth Told that bitch I ain't her nigga, she can pick whatever purse Gotta know that I'm that nigga, you can tell just by my shirt Before I got some rest, I ain't had no life, I'll post it on the curb Trying to make a serve, only thing a nigga on is a bird Sipping heavy sir. that why when I talk my words slur A quick review of the real Boston Richard I think he didn't. He, he up next for sure. Like to me, this was one of the better, you know, just trap street street projects of the year. Um, you know, he got a lot of charisma. He funny, um, and you know, he bring a lot of personality to the track, which is which is really what you're looking for. 
Time out. Did, Did he, he just say this? charisma? Exactly. Nigga sound like you want to go on a like date a, with this man. Like <laughs> <laughs> nigga said he's funny. He's got charisma. A lot of personality. <laughs> he just made a Tinder profile for uh, <laughs> real Boston Richard. Hey, chill, chill, chill. No funny stuff. I was just saying. Um, charisma. I was just saying. You know, just objective review. Like, you know, you, the the tracks got personality. That's hey, that's a that's that's a which real, is what you're really looking for when you look at. What's the personality? You want me to like describe the personality or Yeah, how would you describe the personality? See if somebody likes it, maybe they go listen to the album. Oh, I mean he's he's street, so you know what he you know what he basically gonna be talking about, uh, you know. So if you heard any type of street music before, you shouldn't be too surprised. But I would say just the lines, like where he from again, Florida? Yeah, he's from Florida, I believe. So the accent obviously like that bring another dimension to the track. So I think just check them out, man. Great flow. Just uh, I really enjoyed the record. So just wanted to um Who had the best feature on the touch project? On that right quick. There was Dirt. two future Dirt. features, Dirt. a Kodak feature, Lil Cricks, and a Dirk feature. Oh, best best feature to me was um was that future feature. <laughs> I was like, what else did you oh, think I Chance was you. gonna say? <laughs> I don't know why yeah, you asked that question. Maybe you're gonna be objective. You, maybe you gave this nigga two future features to pick from. <laughs> Chance was having a ball. He was having a field day. <laughs> <laughs> I just picked the first one, man, because that's the one I like the most. Who you think had the best feature? I like the Dirk feature the most. The Dirk I think feature was good too. The, I like that Dirk feature a lot. I um, listened to the project tip. Now look, I want this to come off as hate. And I don't know who's A&Ring, doing creative, but bro gotta drop Boston from real Boston Richie. Like, none of my niggas fuck with Boston, bro. You wanna be real nah, Richie? Nah, Kodak, dude. That, that was one of the lines. He said, and now I fuck with Mac. Wait, wait. He said, and now I fuck with Magic Juice, but I fuck with Boston or some shit like that. He, had, he should cut one of the words. I do feel like it's real one Boston word too many. Richie. It should either be real Boston be- or Boston Richie. No, real Richie. Real Richie. Like, real Richie. One word has to go. I don't know. Boston. Real Boston. Real I, like real, I like real Boston Richie. Like, that's it's, unique. You're going to remember that. It like, sounds like a, if you're in an argument gonna... with a nigga, like, who's the hardest <laughs> trap? And you're like, Rob, Rob. You're going to be like, real Boston Richie. Like, you can't even get that out quickly. Nigga, you're my acronym. Nigga, you can't even argue. RBR. Real Boston. Nah, you, you can just say, say Boston Rob, for sure. Like, <laughs> nah, real Boston Richie. Like, what does that mean? I'm not sure. Like, where did he get the Boston from? That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, <laughs> Yo, I, I don't know. Like, none of my niggas fuck with Boston, so why is it in real Boston Richie's name, bro? And the Miami Heat don't fuck with Boston, so. It's like he's trying to tell me too many stories in just his name. Like, well, you a real nigga. All right, check. I don't. Boston is still undetermined. And you got money. All <laughs> you right. got racks. Like a lot is going on. <laughs> There's a lot of shit going on. Like, but he's leaving that Boston side. And maybe it's like a fake Boston Richie. And he's the real one. <laughs> <laughs> what if this this nigga name? What if his name is just Boston? Boston Richie. Richie? Now I gotta see his name. I what? gotta look it up. Man. <laughs> if his name is Boston, then that that might be the funniest thing to happen all year. Let me see. He really forced that. They in don't even name. have a wiki page yet. His name is Jalen Foster. <laughs> <laughs> the way Todd. The way Todd said that. Oh, he is Boston. Like a, He's from. He was. He was Boston. Raised in Boston, apparently. That's funny. That is a plot twist. Hold on. There's a lot to unpack here. First, his name is uh what again? 
Jalen Foster. Jaylen oh Foster. my God! Bro. It's the fact that they don't even know his age. They say age from twenty to twenty-four. <laughs> <They> just, <laughs> he's somewhere in that range. He had to get born somewhere around here. <laughs> nigga got a nigga got a college hooper name. <laughs> Jalen Foster. Jalen Foster. It sounds like a shooting guard on Kansas. <laughs> he from? He was raised in Boston. Real Boston Richie. That makes sense. So he's a real. He's. I mean, he's not lying. He's a real Boston Richie. Raised in wait Boston bred New Jersey native, currently residing in Miami. What? <laughs> nigga been <Wait>. ever- <laughs> this nigga is all over the place. So he's not from Florida. So he's from Boston, like. But yeah, he also yeah. Jersey raised. Was he born in Boston or was I don't he know. Like born and raised in? I'm Boston? I'm guessing bred means born. Like he was born in Boston. Then it says Jersey native, so I'm guessing he spent significant time in Jersey, and he's currently in Miami. And what we just associated with Kodak? I mean, I don't know though, because it can go. You can either go the Kodak route in Florida or DJ Khaled. So <laughs> pick your side. Pick your side for real. Anyway, solid project. Chance got to hit it on the nail though. Like the dude is here to stay in the street, in the street kind of space. Like he's got it. I think it's kind of unoccupied right now. You got STG or ESTG um, going crazy, and Doug. Free Doug, but I was outside say, of that, you know how crazy that space moves. Like even saying somebody's here to stay in the trap space is like you'll get two projects out of them. Yeah, if you, get two, huh? if you get if you get two sides, I mean that's look look at me, look how critical I am of Baby right now, and he's on like pro, like album number two, like mixtape project total number like six. <laughs> Still got to prove himself. I'll, Pushaisti was probably though. the king of the world like a year and a half ago. I'm gonna say two things. Pushaisti had a run like no, like we haven't seen in a while. I'm, I'm gonna say this: you gotta, um, I guess the first, I think the first most important thing is you gotta invest in like your hood, like you gotta invest like meaning, like your core fan base. All right, Stacey Abrams. Like you really gotta make them niggas <laughs> like <a> politician. <laughs> For real, you really gotta invest in like your core fan base though. Like, if you really want to have some longevity, because you know that's all you can always fall back on them. I feel like if you blow up too fast or whatever, like that's when you have those little pops, those little moments where it's like, all right, like you should have been doing more songs in the streets, but like the other street niggas in your hood, like even if you is a little blown up now, type shit. Like just reinvesting, like keeping your stock up. What do y'all think about like that theory? Like just the home, the home, the home fan theory. <laughs> I, I think it's I think it's valid. The I home just, base theory. I mean, I just think there's a way larger issue of like they actually have crimes. That was that better. about to say. That's like, facts. That's like a, yeah. that's a, that's I think that's hindering the street. <laughs> I feel like you're ignoring like the elephants <laughs> yeah. in the room. Niggas, that they need to reinvest. Like they're not in like jail. For I'm not saying like be there, like, but yeah, that is facts. Like it's hard to do shows and like your hood and shit and just continue to build up. Yeah, like, you like right. it's hard to be outside, bro. It's funny, man. Um, This is a little like this is a little uh, kind of switch, but I think it's valid. Like I know it's not really up your alley, but I'm gonna try and phrase it to a point where I think you guys can comment on it. So, did you guys see the Central C freestyle? Yes. On LA Leakers, where he it's the dude, the white dude with the tattoos, or he may not be straight white, but he was rapping about the UK slang and the US slang. Oh, Um, I see that. And he's he's the dude who has a song like "How Can I Be Homophobic? My bitch is gay." Like that whole like hit. Oh, I know that song. Like exactly. yeah, yeah, on TikTok. So he's blowing up crazy over here, right? Um, like he's getting his audience in the U.S. 
heavily right now. He's blown up on TikTok. He just did LA Leakers. I think he's got a US tour schedule. His name is Central C. Um, he's not super revered in the UK, right? Um, like they don't, they kind of see him more of like as like a TikTok rapper, like something a little bit more unserious than like a guy who should be going on tours and be getting like a lot of recognition and stuff like that. So one thing I guess you can kind of compare it to the street thing here is like there's a lot of rappers like Skepta um, had his visa shut down from like, I want to say 20, uh, I don't want to talk out my ass, but it was it was at least like a five year period up until 2019 to where he couldn't come back to the US. He couldn't come to the US and perform. Um, and I'm sure that like hindered his ability to break the US market. So I was just wondering, because I guess it's kind of similar to what we were just talking about, like Central C blowing up here. Do you think it has like just more to do with his image? Maybe the fact that he's like white, it's not too street, but still has some street appeal um, is like more relevant to him blowing up here. Or do you think it's just like the fact that he's like legally allowed to travel here? Because that's like a thing that hinders so many UK artists like they're super strict about the visas over there. So like you catch one case for like a couple of grams of cocaine, like some heroin, whatever, any type of trafficking, like you might not be able to travel to the US ever and perform. And like Chance was joking obviously a while ago on the podcast just about UK rap and shit like that and how that shit's not whatever. And I was just wondering, like, do you think that's a big part in the fact that it hasn't broken that US barrier because like these guys can't travel. Now you see a guy like Central C traveling, doing freestyles, and they're going viral in the U.S. market. I don't think. I think it's one the white factor. Uh, two, the fact that the fact that of UK rappers, he is the least serious. <laughs> like UK rappers, at least the ones I listen to, they like really take their image and like their everything they drop super serious. Like they're trying to really be that guy. Him, he's kind of like, like he made a TikTok hit. Like he's joking on his hooks. Like he's not taking shit super serious at all. Mm-hmm. And that like meme ability, like making fun of himself. Like niggas are making fun of UK rappers, period. So him kind of doing it himself, oh, I guess, I see, like lended him to the American audience. And the fact that like other UK rappers, they really stick with the UK. Not many really go the full American route. Like even right. like I fuck with Lancey Heavy. Like, when everybody was saying Lancey sound like an American rapper, he was, like, really getting mad on his tracks. He was like, stop calling me these American rappers. Yeah, but Central C, like... he got his first hit, and he tapped in with Cole Bennett. Like, that's the most American rapper See, thing you can do. Like, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think the Cole Bennett play was so specific because getting a video with Cole Bennett, that's just screaming out, like, I want an American audience. Like, exactly. Like you said, the most American artist kind of thing you could really do. So I just think I think it's like an interesting case because we were talking about it in this group chat today, just like Central C and whether or not he's here to stay. Because I think there was a debate whether or not he'll be bigger than Skepta or more popular than Skepta. And I said maybe, probably not in just general terms of like impact and like what he's done for the genre and stuff like that. But in terms of breaking the U.S. market, I think it's definitely possible. Like if Central C is doing a bunch of Rolling Louds and stuff like that and he follows up with another hit. Is possible, but I mean, I still think there's too many people that were that are like Chance was a couple years ago and just not trying to hear the UK shit. That's not me. I like the UK shit, nigga. 
I, I, I didn't say I wasn't trying to hear it. I just used to make jokes. No, I used to say that shit wasn't it. But, um, all right. So we heard the single talk. It was popping on TikTok for that one little 12 second snippet or whatever, that one little part when it was unreleased. Um, I don't know if there's a video to it or whatever, but my question was, it's, it's more like a, do you, do you agree? Cause this is kind of how I saw it. I don't think it's Yeet's best song, but I think it's a sign that like, he's trying to like, and I know this is going to sound crazy, but it's like, you know, when artists take that step to like, basically say like, all right, my underground supporters, I love you, I thank you, and I'm grateful for everything you've done, but it's time for me to start, like, addressing the mainstream. You think this was that? And I think this single is him at least starting to do that. Like, I'm seeing a lot of people who never have posted Yeet ever. Fuck with this song, post this song, share this song, send me the song. Like, hey, bro, you heard this? Like... <laughs> It's interesting, and I was just thinking about it for a while, and I'm like, okay. And I listen back to the song, I'm like, this song isn't, like, compared to his other stuff, it's not as, like, complex as his other stuff. It is very, like, more bare bones, but it's working. Like, it's working very, very well. I mean, we just saw it's, like, debuted at, like, 15, 16 on the Spotify charts. So, yeah, I think, like, I'm not saying that's what he was trying to do, but usually when you see the pattern of a song kind of growing a lot and getting a lot of traction and then also kind of adjacently noticing that it's not their best work that's come out recently i kind of just have this association and it's like oh the music might be like might be catered to a different audience you know whereas he was trying to please his underground fans in the past now it's like all right fuck y'all y'all are already gonna bump my new shit let me start to make stuff for people who haven't heard me i want to see what his album does on friday I think I I don't want to say that because the single, but I do think I do agree. But I think the album would be confirmation. I think that Minions fucking blowing up has like introduced him to a world. And it it's like once eyes. you get it, exactly once you like get introduced to that world, you're not really going back. It's hard like, to go back. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh, I can do Minions every year and make a million every single year off of a movie song. Exactly, but we'll yeah. see. I think the album would definitely like either confirm or deny. That's fair. My ass forgot, fully forgot. I mean, that's coming out tonight when people hear this podcast. So, all right. Cool, cool, cool. Did you like the single? I did, minus the uh, intro. If it wasn't for the intro of like... Have you yeah. hear that every time yeah, I play like, the bro, song? All right. Yeah. It's like on the first listen, all right, it's cool. But like, I'll, I'll replay the song. I don't want to keep hearing these niggas outside of concert talking about crazy <laughs> just concert. Like, just start the song. But yeah, it's cool. It's a straight single. It's hard. It's hard. Like the beat, the beat is crazy. Like the production, him and um, Benny X, producer from Philadelphia. Um, Benny X is it. I mean, he's done a lot of stuff with Lancey. He's done some stuff with Cardi. Uh, he produced some songs for Fouché. Like Benny X is really him. But like him and Yeet, it might be the next like great producer artist duo not like of all time like this some generational shit but just i feel like we don't see that too much anymore we'll talk about them we push them to the third segment this is my favorite song of the week it's gonna end up in my top 100 songs of the year uh x factor pierre born you 
like 50 50 there's like moments that i really really like and there's moments where i like ah let's skip this one but it's a pr born album uh i don't know people always confuse me like he's not saying like they always do the memes with, like pr born writes his lyrics with like a fat ass pencil <laughs> it's like bro <laughs> oh are you listening to this shit for lyrics <laughs> they just say like he says elementary shit or something yeah like it's it? like bro we know we know what pierre does now writing wise i go for like Okay, what beats has he been hoarding for himself? And how is he going to try to, like, operate with that beat without, like, fucking it up? And it was interesting. It was an interesting vibe throughout the album. I'm, like, a huge 808s and Heartbreaks, like, fan. And it gave that energy, not that sound, but just that energy of, like, I'm going to do a sharp turn and go this route and make a more soft album than my, uh like, actual image is. And I liked it. My favorite Pierre Bourne songs are, like, the slower more like introspective songs because you know as a producer I, like you can see the kind of things that another producer does it's like Taj watching a game of basketball or like Chance watching like a game of niggas play Madden like you see what different people are going for in their in their expertise so with with Pierre it's like you appreciate the craziness that he has on his beats or at least I do but like you, I also have to appreciate the most, like, the simple shit. Because it was like Picasso. Like, Picasso learned how to do the craziest, most perfect uh, portrait drawings. And then by the end of his career, scaled it back and just made everything super simple and abstract. Um, and that was, like, where the real talent was. That's, like, where shit is difficult. So when Pierre successfully makes, like, the more calm stripped down production like those songs i find myself like really enjoying the music just as a whole way more like the replay value is way higher the music like and i know we say this now with such a connotation but like music like that is timeless to me like it, it like it because you know in hip-hop like taj said about earlier about the street genre like 
hip hop moves fast, like the artists, the sounds. So like a lot of beats and a lot of tempos like sound like a time period. Like if niggas play me a guitar beat with a certain snare and a certain 808, I'm gonna say that that probably came from like 2015 to 2019, like the Gunna era, whatever, of beat making. Um, but these slower songs, they just don't fit in the time pocket, so you can't like capsule them. You know, they like will they have the potential to live on forever. So I say all this to say. I appreciate what Pierre did. I didn't love the album as much as I love past albums, but the Unheard Taj just played is definitely probably in my top ten Pierre. Um, and yeah, like that—that's enough for me. Like you gave me one of your best ten songs, that's fine. The rest of the album can be whatever. I'll probably have to sit on it though. Like I can't. This isn't the type of album I can give a review on in four days. I feel like it would be silly. Kenny Beats dropped Louis. This is a great album. Really? It's great. There's no rapping, no artist. It's just beats and some samples. It's like one moment uh, where it sounds like, I want to say it was, uh, what's the dude's name? Fuck. Forgot bro's name. But the nigga just comes on randomly, says, I'm not cuddled, but my wrist cuddled up. It was like a hard, just random sample. But it's mostly beats. Um... Damn, I wish you guys listened to it. Because I think this whole, like, if producers just go this lane of just beats and samples and just drop them as projects, I feel like that can replace the whole, like, YouTube lane of just, like, lo-fi beats on a 10-hour loop. Like, I was, I listened to this Louis album, like, probably 10 times just while I was doing random work. And it just hit every time. It was just great. Interesting. So it's, like, a cool, really solid background. Like, perfect for it. Like, high-level can... high background set music. I'm gonna check out that Kim Beats. That's like Benny Sings for me. I think they've worked together on some stuff before, but it's just like good ass. Kenny Beats. Yeah, Kenny Beats and Benny Sings. Benny Sings. Yeah, that is actually mad funny. They are like names. Chance writes lyrics. Chance writes lyrics is Chance lyrics. Chance writes. Um, What else dropped? Other project. I'm glad you said that. No one, everybody cries. R&B's not dead. R&B's dead. R&B's talk here. About her, bro. Not a single person on earth. Not just us. On earth. I didn't she see a single most, tweet. She might be the most disrespectful. <laughs> I didn't like. see anything on Instagram about this Ari Lennox project. EP. It's just the EP before the album. But still, not a single a good, person mentioned it. And it's good. <laughs> it was a good little, like, fun size, like, full of flavors. Like it's like the little fun size, um, like Skittles you get at like Halloween or something. Maybe not Skittles; those are toxic. Maybe like Starburst. And like you only got like red and pink ones. This was one of those. Um, I was surprised she just. I'm excited. If she's just giving away that summer single on this EP, I'm saying right. I'm 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 ready for the album. You just giving that away? All right. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, hey, that summer single, man. That shit's shit pretty fire. Cannot lie, it's sounding good. Like it's just the music that I've been. Not, I'm not gonna gas and be like, oh, I've been waiting for this. But it feels a great void. It feels a very, very solid void. Um, shout out to the homie Storm Ford and Kyle Storm wrote I think, on uh, I think that this summer the, record. This the real R&B niggas is quote unquote looking for. This is reminiscent of that earlier like neo soulish 
Can niggas R&B. give up the '90s R&B though, bro? Like I'm saying, that's though, the corniest. That's give the it up, corniest. Give it up, but I'm saying like if this this is what niggas been looking. No, for. I know what you're saying. I know. I'm saying that niggas are stupid for looking for this shit because not looking for this, but stupid looking for the '90s R&B. Like, bro, we've got to give it up. It was like when people weren't trying to go into the like Uzi generation and wanted like niggas like Uzi to rap like J Cole. Like, bro, we've got to give it up. Like. Focusing on R&B music from nearly 30 music, I mean 30 years ago, is like insanity. That's insanity to me. I get it. The songs were good, bro, but like the internet didn't even exist. How do you niggas want to write the same music before the internet? <laughs> do you feel me? Like, try, Imagine trying to write about a time, trying to relate to niggas that lived before the internet. You're not relating to them at all. Especially about relationships. Niggas be on here talking about the honey wings, bruh. With the, the honey, horny wings, bruh. You seen the, the you seen the horny wing uh, debate on, on... I didn't even on, see horny wings. I saw horny salmon. I'm like, bro, what are y'all doing? Damn, I didn't see the salmon. I just saw I just saw the horny. I saw the horny... No, no. Well, you're talking about the salmon cook? Yeah. No, see, now they have No, I'm thing. not talking about that. I'm talking about... I know what you're talking about. The nigga who, like, fucks the salmon who was before fucking he cooks the salmon. <laughs> But I'm talking about just a random they video of niggas, hun- like, put in honey sauce or some shit. Yes. Like, it's okay. Viagra on yes. salmon. Bro, so, so my, my whole point is, like, what are you how, can we, how can we watch this on our social media all day and think that we can write R&B <laughs> as pure as niggas that live before the internet? That's all I'm saying. So, like, we just need to stop trying to chase the past, try and innovate the future. And just make music, like Brent said. This nigga was calling the telephone, man. Yeah, that was a different time. Niggas had real coat. Like, not finna lace coat. Niggas had no fear of dying when they did coat. They got the coat, they got the energy boost, they went Niggas used to be singing in the cold around like a fucking rusty ass garbage can with with a fire in it. Like outside of, outside of bitch crib. Nigga, what do you imagine in the 90s? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that shit wasn't like Game of Thrones. Bro said it was windy and they were around a fire with around a trash can you, fire. You know they were they were around a little trash can fires like singing and shit. I mean oh, crackheads. Man, yeah, that was that was what crack was. Behind one joint, it's four niggas singing about one girl. Bro, the craziest shit about the craziest shit about the nineties was like from a nigga who wasn't in the nineties. It was like, bro, you tell your significant other like I'm going to work. Like, I'll be home when I get home. And there's no type of anything. You just had to hope that they were coming home. <laughs> like, if they come home late, you're like, yo, why are you four hours late? I was at the store, and then I had to run some errands. There's no fact checking. Niggas were dragging different. You know it. You could fact check now, you said, you think? <laughs> they got to find my iPhone. They got yeah, the location. Okay. Now, this shorty, I saw you. You were on FaceTime. Who'd you FaceTime? Why are you on? None of that. It was a different era. So we, we're not getting the same R&B. That's all I'm saying, bro. You can't right. get the same R&B that you got before the internet. I stopped rapping and re-offended. You know when the track needs mending. Too much mixing a brizzy. You know when the pattern needs blending. Buy it, cop it. Tell me you shot and the gangs are spending. You never beat that mash off one hand after the boot and your hands all trembling. Too much cap I'm hearing. Too much swag they're wearing. And ain't bought no hammers, that's all backwards, man, that's scary Shootouts in the winter, letting off bind and my eyes will tear My football boots been dirty, you can't rap like that, you ain't certain Only time I step out naked is when I'm fresh out of ensuite I know I'm a rapper, sorry to say it's on me 
pocket, rock it, lock it, shorty thinks it's fake Great, she don't know that I try to get men in his face If I fire this four in the neighbourhood, you're gonna hear goodness grace If I bust this brick in the kitchen, listen, you're gonna need two, three plates Proud of jobs, I'm proud of bae This one's long but small like knave Pick up them cases, don't wanna cave Out here on the block and they know we're warm Feds wanna search for hammers and all that they hope they're warm Show love to the bells, only go when the corn gets warm. Cool, cool from bay as well. Home soon, make sure it's warm. Remember, them man, they try throw it and gas the works, they felt like poet. 4 4 on the rattle, get the ball rolling. I'm back and better, they hoped I wasn't, they mad they're fed up. Working smart, not hard, that's better. Anytime we do it, we step up clean, couldn't care about CCTV. Wanna fly bay out overseas, but we up and down like BTC. Six my face a GLE, seven K for the GLE, seven place, that's seven scenes. Rick a B, that's seventeen. G7 E need ten seven that poo and goo up. Old school with a two-pop, hold on, who's that there by the food shop? Four corn needs something to chew on, bad one with something to chew on. If I get three, put two on, press gonna hold it like I put glue on. Out here on the block and they know we're warm. Wanna search for hammers and all that they hope they're warm. Two L show love to the bells, only go when the corn gets warm. Cool from bay as well, home soon, make sure it's warm. Podcast over, dog.